Hello everyone, this is Rich Sports Talk, Sports Talk Worth a Million, and I'm your host, Nolan Rich. Now, I'm not one to usually overreact, and I'm not usually one to judge trades early on. I say you have to usually let the trade play itself out, but even a couple months into it, it looks like the Mets may have the worst trade, or one of the worst trades in franchise history, and that includes the infamous Tom Seaver deal. I want you to think about this. Robinson Cano, the Mariners were just trying to get rid of that contract, right? And the Mets ended up giving not only some good players back, but their top prospect to bring back Robinson Cano and Edwin Diaz. Now, at the time, I criticized this trade, saying, wait a minute, why are they doing this move when they already have a younger, cheaper version of a second baseman and Jeff McNeil available? Why are they trading in for Robinson Cano, who was suspended for PEDs, And the silver lining was, well, they got Edwin Diaz. And I said at the time, if the Mets aren't competitive, this is going to be a bad trade. And I'm not worried about Robinson Cano in year one or maybe year two. I'm worried about the back end of that deal where the Mets are locked in to a diminishing player. Well, it looks like father time has already caught up to Robinson Cano. And my concerns about Brody Van Wagenen have proven true as this trade just continues to get worse. As over the weekend, the Philadelphia Phillies traded for Jay Bruce, who the Mets also swapped in the Mariners' deal. It has not been a good look for Brody Van Wagner in this trade. I mean, you just look at Jay Bruce, for example. A more controllable contract, and with the lack of depth in the Mets' outfield this year. I mean, they've been playing Dominic Smith, Jeff McNeil. They've been playing non-outfielders in the outfield this year. Now, look, I understand Jay Bruce is not a great defensive outfielder, but he's also bashed 14 home runs this year. The entire Mets outfield combined has hit 20 home runs. The entire outfield combined has hit 20 home runs. And only one Met, like Bruce, has hit for over 20 RBIs, and that's Michael Conforto. So the Mets traded a productive player that they definitely could have used. Their top prospect, Jared Kelnick, who is already being promoted in the Mariner system and everyone is talking extremely high of now, I will say this about prospects. How many great prospects have we seen come up and not be something? So I think it's still a little too early to tell. But it's not a good look that he is flying through the Mariner system. At the same time, the Mets are looking for young players. But to me, the biggest problem with this contract and this whole deal with Robinson Cano is the Mets have a better option. And we've seen it. I mean, think about this. The Mets picked up Hedgevaria, right? They picked him up off the scrap heap. He's played in 21 games. Cano has played in 45 games. They have the same amount of home runs, the exact same batting average, and Robinson Cano has one additional RBI. And more than double the plate appearances. I mean, I want you to think about that. The Mets found the player to play second base off the scrap heap. And he's giving them the exact same production and, in fact, more consistent production and earlier production than Robinson Cano has for $20 million. And look, Edwin Diaz has not been the same closer this year. I don't know if it's because he's under the big spotlight in New York, if he's been overused. I don't know what it is. But I do say this about closers. If you're going to go all in on a closer, you better be close. Because that's the last piece. And to me, when I saw this Mets team, like, that's great. They got a great closer. But what about the middle of this bullpen? It's an issue. And it has been the entire season. 
And I kept saying this about the Mets, too, is Brian Van Wagenen saying, oh, we are going to be great in the NL East. We're going to be a team to watch out for. Really? I mean, do we forget this team only won 70 games last year? And their biggest additions was a closer, who if you're a losing team doesn't help you if you're behind in the games, and an aging second baseman. It has not been a good offseason. I'll give Brody Van Wagenen credit. The moves he has made recently, the plug-in players, they have worked. But the big ones, the big contracts, the big free agents he's brought in, Jerry's Familia, Wilson Ramos, they have not looked good. So when people ask me why are Mets fans frustrated, it's because of this trade. It's because this was a move that it signaled to Mets fans that this team, they were going all in for this year. Because when you trade for an aging star like Cano, an elite closer, you're telling your fan base, look, we think we are close to the playoffs. And I was thinking, I don't think they're close. They could be competitive if the pitching is good, especially in the front end. But, man, their bullpen is an issue. And they, right now, they're trying to build a young core. I mean, their shortstop, Ahmed Rosario. I mean, they have a good young core, this Mets team. Alonzo, Rosario, McNeil. I mean, they got some good young players to build around for the future. But now you have an albatross of a contract in Robinson Cano. And I know it's not help because of the ONSS, but his contract. But then why was this team bringing on that contract? And this was one of the big concerns I had about Brody Van Wagenen being the general manager. And I've said this before, and I'll say it again, is the conflict of interest. Because Cano was a former client. And it just felt like when I saw that trade, it just felt like... To me, my first reaction was, man, Brody's doing his client a solid. He's saying, you know what? I'm getting you out of Seattle where they don't want you. I'm putting you back in New York, a town you love, a town you were successful in, a town where you can be branding, and a town where when you retire, you can move into the next phase of life, whether it's in entertainment, whether it's being an analyst, whether it's being in the marketing or in television commercials. To me, when I I heard about this trade, I still said that, look, Edwin Diaz was the prize, but it just felt like Brody, it wasn't necessarily a team that just made the team better. It was a move that was like, okay, well, I'm helping my guy out. And I said, look, if you want a good Cano, you want two or three good years out of him, that would make the deal worth it. For the first couple months, he's been terrible. And to show how terrible he is, the replacement that they got has been better than him a better defensive player, a better athlete, a guy with just as much pop. I mean, Jeff McNeil, they've been playing in left field because they don't have a spot for him. I mean, this roster, the construction, they don't have enough outfielders, but they have way too many corner infielders. I mean, come on. It was just not well put together. And now the Met fans are miserable because they understand, look, they have four more years of this. I'm going to repeat that. They have four more years of Robinson Cano. I mean, they can buy out that contract, but it is going to be an albatross on their payroll for a team that they don't want to spend a lot of money. And especially now the Wilpons, and Jeff Wilpon has made it clear he's having a bigger presence on this team. We're talking about an ownership group. They've lost a lot of money, and they don't want to spend extra money. In the past six months, They have gone from their biggest 
uh, I would say their biggest signing in the past decade, Ioannis Cespedes, once again out for the entire year. And they're not sure when he's going to return back. And he gets hurt falling off a horse or stepping in a hole. I don't know what way they're spinning it now. And then Robinson Cano is locked on this payroll. And it gives this ownership group an excuse to say, you know what, Met Vans? We got DeGrom. You know, we locked him up. We locked up your fan favorite. But we're not spending big money anymore. We're not. Because we got burned on the Cespedes deal. We got burned on the Cano deal. And I think that's going to make this front office afraid to spend money. And I'm not saying they have to go out and spend $200 million on a player. But could they invest in a bullpen? Could they invest in better relievers? Are they going to invest in a good middle-of-the-rotation star? I'm not sure. But it is fascinating watching this last road trip, watching this bullpen implode again, watching this, and just saying, man, this is not a good roster. And I know the first thing is blame Mickey Callaway, and I don't think Mickey Callaway has been a great manager. And people are saying, well, he's overusing the bullpen. Well, he has to. If he gets a guy that's pitching well, he's going to have to use him because no one else in this bullpen's reliable. And for everyone that's saying, oh, Mickey Callaway has to go and he's the problem, to me, the biggest problem is the general manager. I mean, I want you to think about this. The Mets roster this weekend, they had Dominic Smith, a first baseman, playing in the outfield. They've had Jeff McNeil playing in the outfield. They've had J.D. Davis playing in the outfield. I mean, come on. They have so many quarter infielders, but yet they can't put together a second baseman. In their catching situation, they have Mezzarocco, who was a solid catcher last year. They butchered that. They did everything in their power to say, you know what, we're going to try to get Travis Darno to finally stay healthy and play well. And then just a couple weeks, they're like, you know what, yeah, this isn't going to work, and they shipped him out. Now Wilson Ramos has trouble just catching the ball, and you can see a clear difference with his pitching staff pitching to Thomas Nito. They are better. The numbers prove it. So you look at this roster, and everyone wants to blame the manager, and I know it's the easiest thing to do in baseball. You know, the team's not doing well. You know, let's blame the manager. You know, he can't handle a bullpen. He's terrible. He doesn't know how to line up. Uh, to me, baseball more than any other sport, it's the front office. It's the front office. Did they give you the pieces to be successful? And I'm looking at this match roster, and no, they didn't. They didn't. They didn't go out and sign Gio Gonzalez to shore up this rotation when they could have. They haven't gone out and signed Keuchel, which would help their bullpen. They haven't done any of that. They haven't. And I give them credit because they've gotten some nice fill-in players, but look at the state of this roster. They didn't trade Dominic Smith to get an additional piece. Their bullpen is terrible. And you look at their this lineup. They have corner infielders everywhere, and they have to put them in the outfield because they don't have enough players. I mean, just look at the outfielder rangers they have. They don't have enough outfielders. They don't have enough outfielders. It's ridiculous. I mean, come on. This team is poorly constructed. And this was why I was concerned about Brody Van Wagenen, because I said, look, 
he might be great at signing players, but how's he going to do with drafting? How's he going to do with scouting? How's he going to do with bringing up guys and maintaining a roster and building depth? And so far, it's not looked good. And the thing that makes this Cano trade just keep getting worse is the Mariners seem to have some good young pieces from the Mets, which they could desperately use in the future moving forward. And now, Jay Bruce is going to go to the Phillies and probably kill the Mets for the next year at least, maybe even longer. But he's a guy that the Mets traded in that deal. And you look at his numbers this year, those power numbers, they could have certainly used him, and with the lack of outfield that they have, they certainly could have used him this year. So for the Mets, this deal, it just keeps getting worse. It just keeps getting worse. Diaz hasn't been the same player. I still think Diaz is a great player. But if you're a losing team, having a great closer doesn't mean anything. You get Mariano Rivera on the Orioles. doesn't mean anything if they're winning 50 games a year. What, you going to get 25, 30 saves? They don't have chances. doesn't make sense. So for this New York Mets team, I know everyone's first inclination is once again blame Mickey Calloway for this debacle. But look at Brody Van Wagenen. This roster has not been well constructed. And right now the Mets are just a complete mess. That's going to do it for this episode of Rich Sports Talk. Make sure you follow us on social media, Rich Sports Talk. And listen and subscribe wherever podcasts are available. Some good examples of podcasts that we are on are on Spotify, SoundCloud, TuneIn, Spreaker, and of course Apple and iTunes Podcasts. Thank you so much for joining us here again today. And until next time, I'm your host, Nolan Rich, and this is Rich Sports Talk. 